Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Michelle is not with us today, uh, but Ronnie is back there. Hey, Ronnie, how's it going? Hey, good morning, Kyle. Ronnie, it is your lucky day because we have a phenomenal guest in the studio today. And I'm just going to say uh, she brought samples. Oh, my. Yeah. So okay. so just uh, just hold on to your hat. Okay. Okay. So um, as always, we want to start off the show by thanking our generous sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. Is their grant dollars to us that help provide uh, funds for this show and uh, also provide uh, grants to small businesses up and down the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street Corridor, helping us help them to become stronger um, and grow their businesses. So thank you again to DSLBD and DHCD. Um, And uh, we just uh, wrapped up our annual meeting a couple of evenings ago. We had our five-year, fifth fifth annual meeting. Uh, we have been in Main Street officially for five years here on Rhode Island Avenue Northeast, and we could not be more pleased with the progress that we have seen with our small businesses up and down the corridor. Um, if you are a Rhode Island Avenue Main Street business, uh, now is the time at the, well, okay, so it's raining a lot, so maybe it's not the time to talk about construction, but we do have grants available for um, facade improvements. We've got grants available available for small business technical assistance. Um, now's the time to go to our website, riamainstreet.org, and um, fill out an application or two uh, because this is the season to do uh, big renovations to the outside of your business. Do you need a coat of paint? Do you need a new sign? Do you need some improved outdoor lighting, maybe some new windows? Um, head over to our website, riamainstreet.org, click on four businesses and, um, and let us, let us know how we can help you. Um, and, uh, we will have some other, um, special educational opportunities coming up over the summer. So stay tuned for that. And uh, we just got word that the Deputy Mayor for Planning and Economic Development the, uh, manages the Great Streets program. The uh, Great Street grants for, uh, for this next round will probably be coming out on um, June, July-ish. So um, head over to DC, oh, excuse me, DMPED, DMPED.DC.gov, uh, Great Streets. And uh, make sure and, and follow them over there uh, because they'll be announcing when those Great Street grant applications are available for you to download and apply. Um, these are fantastic grants that you can use for interior renovation, for exterior renovation, for heavy equipment purchases. Um, if you need to uh, consult with an architect or a designer, or other soft costs like that. There are allowances for that this year. So uh, be sure to check that out. Okay. Um, Let's get to something that uh, I just, I'm so excited to have our our next guest. Because uh, for people who have listened to this 
episode the show for a long time you're gonna you're gonna know immediately why this is an important guest to have in this in this studio today uh, i'm pleased to welcome brianna mccullough of brookland creamery welcome thank you very happy to be here today and uh so your website is breeze or, the website is brooklandcreamery.com, um, but it's all about Bree's Brookland Creamery. So, you, you Bree or Brianna? We can go by Bree. All right. All right. Uh, well, welcome, Bree. Uh, we are so excited. I, ice cream is like my favorite thing in the world, and I talk about it all the time, and uh, <laughs> I, I think about it all the time, and I dream about it a lot. So, you're welcome. Um, so you are just, uh, launching the spring, right? Yes. We launched the business in the spring. We kind of started a little bit last summer and started getting the recipes, uh, perfected. Um, I'm definitely a perfectionist, so I wanted the recipes to be perfect by the time we started, uh, actually producing and selling, uh, here in DC. So spent a bit of time doing that and getting our ducks in a row and launching our social media campaigns and getting the word out there and building up some excitement. Um, so uh, I know that a lot of people in Brooklyn have definitely been craving ice cream uh, and we should we definitely needed it in the area. So we're uh, really excited to be bringing it to the masses. Absolutely. So how did you get started in this? So I actually grew up on a farm in Tennessee, and we raised um, dairy and beef cows. And um, my grandfather, the farm has been around for a century, and we always had those um, sustainable principles on the farm and um, making things from scratch and being very um, deliberate and perfecting everything. And we always, you know, sat around and churned ice cream at at home, and it was such a good memory of spending time with the family. And um, when I moved to D.C. uh, several years ago, I wanted to bring that tradition with me. So, so so churning ice cream at home, as in with the the ice and the rock salt and the crank. (laughs) Yes, awesome. Thank goodness, things have uh, the technology has improved, um, (laughs) and it's a little bit less strenuous than that, Um, but. I continue to put a lot of thought into uh, how the how to get the creamy consistency that tastes homemade and small batch, um, and I really wanted to bring that to D.C. Um, bring that like Southern tradition, and um, I have I love entertaining people, I love having people over, and I love baking and cooking, and um, I kept making ice cream even after I moved here and sharing it with friends and. Um, they kept going on and on about it, how it was so great. And, um, my, uh, fiance and I talked about it and we thought maybe we should start a business together and, um, hopefully not kill each other (laughs) (laughs) as of right now, the wedding is still on. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so we started, uh, we started, uh, just talking to folks in DC, talking to other small businesses, um, and, uh, launched the business and, uh, got into the Tastemakers Commercial Kitchen, um, and started churning the ice cream there. So we make the ice cream, you know, in small batches. Um, and I'm at kind of adding flavors all the time based on what, uh, people want. 
So um, we're always asking for feedback from folks about what flavors are interesting. So we're in the kitchen a lot with um, a lot of vegan businesses. Mm. And then um, and our dairy-free friends, too, have been asking. So we're hoping to be launching a new vegan flavor soon. So. Oh, yay. Uh, yeah, so it's very exciting. So that's kind of how we got started. And um, it's been a whirlwind. It's been, uh, you know, we kind of started selling online um, and delivering to people. I know how convenient it is to have things delivered to your doorstep. Also maybe dangerous for your uh, wallet and wait, your diet. Wait, wait. You, are ha- you are delivering to homes? Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's a great way to get to know your neighbors, too, because... Uh, a lot of our deliveries were in Brooklyn uh, for the first couple of weeks. So it was very exciting to go knock on people's doors and uh, hand them the ice cream. And they were obviously so excited to get the (laughs) ice cream. And uh, they were also excited that it was me (laughs) coming to the door. A neighbor. That's (laughs) great. Yes, I'm Brie with the ice cream. (laughs) So, yeah. So, so. The only thing better than ice cream is having homemade, handmade yeah. ice cream, hand-delivered. Like, you don't even have to get out of your pajamas to get ice cream, <laughs> Rodney. Yeah, that, that's, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think it's uh, it's the 21st century. This is, uh, <laughs> this is good stuff. So what kind of ice what, what are, what are your flavors now? We, uh, our two most popular flavors are cookies and cream and chocolate brownie. I, I love to bake, uh, as well as make ice cream. So I bake, uh, brownies and cookies all the time. So I bake the brownies from scratch and then, uh, cut them up into chunks and then throw them into the chocolate homemade ice cream. So, uh, that is, uh, that is like definitely my weakness. The, the, cho- the chocolate lovers out there, that one's super delicious oh and goodness. cookies and cream is great for folks who want, uh, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of chocolate. So I love that one. Um, strawberry is also excellent, especially for folks who really like fruit based ice creams mm-hmm. and we, uh, get fresh strawberries, um, from the area and then puree them and put them in with the cream. And so it's, it's really fresh, um, great summer flavor. Um, and then we, to put my own Southern twist on vanilla, I made brown sugar vanilla. So that has like almost a, you know, caramely salty flavor. So that one's, um, that one's great. Uh, love it with like pies and cakes, you know, so it's great. Killing me. I mean, it's, it's early. It's before lunch here, but I, I don't think it's a bad thing to start off well, the day with. It's ice after lunch somewhere. That's <laughs> right. That's right. When we visit the farmers markets, uh, we the farmers markets start at nine a.m. and I was worried that people wouldn't really want ice cream that early. But I'm impressed with the <laughs> the customers who come up and they just admit this is this is going to be my breakfast. So <laughs> so I mean, technically, the strawberry is a fruit serving. Sure. Right. Yeah. And there's eggs in the custard. Yes. And cream. Milk. Like you, know, you dairy. would put in your coffee. So th- <laughs> this is a breakfast food. I, th- I think we validated it's it. There's always a loophole. There's always a loophole. <laughs> um, so uh, any plans for peach ice cream this summer? Yes. Oh. So peach is my dad's favorite. So he's always hounding me <laughs> about getting that flavor out there. So, so I'm from the South as well. And that was always our family's summer ice cream was, um, 
homemade peach ice cream. Yeah, that's what I specifically have memories of with my uh, grandparents churning peach, homemade peach ice cream. So that one's like near and dear to my heart. So Excellent. I definitely have to do that. Excellent news. I love this. Um, so you said you're out of tastemakers. You're, you're obviously making your stuff out of the tastemaker space. Uh, are you going to have a, a little counter there? We, uh, well, I think we're going to be selling pints there soon. Um, they are still kind of perfecting the area in there and the food booths. And they're going to be putting a freezer in soon and selling our pints out of there. Nice. Very nice. So people can walk in, grab, you know, lunch there, and then grab a pint on your way out. It's your dessert. <laughs> so I just went in there yesterday. I I went in there when it was just Captain Cookie in there. And, <laughs> and then I went in yesterday. And gosh, there's so much going on in there. And yeah, it's it, a flutter with. Uh, activity. It's and, very exciting. And now your ice cream will be in there. It's like there's there's a bar, there's tacos, there's vegan food, vegetarian food, there's cookies, there's... It's a one-stop shop for really? happiness. <laughs> I mean, why go anywhere else? Uh, it's a great space. Um, so, so what are your plans for growth then? So right now we are doing online delivery. We're in uh, doing farmer's markets uh, so right now we're primarily focusing on the Monroe Street Farmer's Market um, since we are in Brooklyn and want to grow in the Brooklyn area. Um, and then uh, we are also doing some fun pop-up events over the summer. So we'll be doing one at the Right Proper Brewery Tasting Room. Uh, we'll be doing one at the Dew Drop Inn. Uh, Brooklyn's Finest just reach out, so we'll hope to do one there. And then uh, we have one at Wardman Wine. Uh, that will be a very exciting uh, boozy ice cream float kind of event. So we're always doing those things. And then uh, the ultimate dream is to have a storefront here uh, in the Brooklyn area. So uh, we hope to be getting there soon um, because that would be great. The brick and mortar store is really the ultimate dream uh, for, you know, an ice cream shop. Sure, sure. We'll have to get you hooked up with Zeke's Coffee for a coffee ice cream. Or I know. Coffee is definitely in our future. So. Nice, nice. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that later. That, <laughs> that'll be a great connection. Um, because they had Zeke's beer. Uh, the Zeke's brewed, or well, a brewing company in Baltimore brewed a porter with Zeke's. Uh, I've, Ooh, I've yeah, heard. that sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so, so how... How much are you churning out? See what I just did there. How much are you churning out of ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we churn a lot of ice cream. Uh, we spend um, a lot of nights at the commercial kitchen, um, and I part of the part of the process that to me makes the ice cream so different is that I spend time uh, cooking the ice cream and the um, egg yolks and the cream to make it really creamy and the mm. flavors get uh, really solidified together. Um, and then uh, you cool the batches overnight and then you come back the next day and churn it in your ice cream machine. Um, and we have an awesome ice cream machine that whips out and churns the ice cream super fast, Mm. uh, which is great. We started out with some small uh, ice cream machines that you could buy, you know, just 
to have at home. And it only took one week of using those machines <laughs> where we were like, this is not going to scale and this yeah. is not going to work. So that's part's been interesting is learning a lot of lessons about how to uh, streamline your production, how to increase production. And you realize too that your time is really valuable. So you want to uh, maximize efficiencies wherever you can. But I still really value taking that extra time and cooking the ice cream and um, making sure that uh, it really will be the perfect texture mm. once it's churned out. So we've, I mean, I think we make, um, we can make about a, a gallon in maybe six minutes in that machine. So wow. it's, um, it's super fast, which is great. And then, uh, so we spend just uh, three or four hours a night there and uh, do that. And so it, it can turn out, you know, several gallons uh, each night, which is great. And do you pack it up just in the half pints or? Uh... We do pints and then uh, we uh, create buckets for the farmer's market to sell because we scoop ice cream there um, and we sell our pints. So, mm. uh, so it's quite a bit. And then we're going to also be doing some single serve packaging soon so for those like emergency <laughs> ice cream situations when you're in the store and you're mm-hmm. like I just need this now and uh so yeah so we're working on that um and the the pints are definitely uh great uh they're it's it's complicated though you want to get your packaging right and um so it's um but it's been fun so we're going to have to grab a camera and uh, come do a, a behind-the-scenes tour if you're up for that. Yeah, and, uh, definitely. Follow the process along. We won't, we won't give away trade secrets, but you know, <laughs> everybody loves to see how ice cream is made. Yeah. Um, so so it, takes, it sounds like it takes you longer to prep the ice cream. Yes, it does. Because uh, if you're cooking the custard, if you're baking the brownies. But it's kind of a fun, I mean, that's that's the fun image of it is me over the stove with several pots and maybe looking like a mad scientist <laughs> um, doing a lot of stirring. I've joked that my arm muscles are in the best shape ever <laughs> from uh, stirring uh, in lots of pots all night. So, um, so yeah, it's. I, I think it's worth it, though. I think a lot of... Um, you know, maybe some other businesses might get started and think, uh, let's do this the cheapest, fastest way possible. And I still really want to put a lot of thought and time into each recipe. And I want to use natural, fresh ingredients and um, not try to cut corners. So, I well, think you mentioned it. getting the strawberries locally. Um, how much of, of your product are you able to source locally? Right now, we've like the dairy is really easy to get locally. Um, so most of it is local. Um, strawberries are, are, and other fruits are going to be a little bit harder once they're out of season. Right. But right. Um, so we will we'll continue though to try to reach out, and as we grow, it'll be easier to to do distribution and sourcing uh, locally because we can buy things in larger amounts, and right. that'll work really well right right so uh how how ready are you for this to just blow up because i mean who doesn't love ice cream and as soon as you're (laughs) putting it out in stores you know the big the bigger chains are going to get wind of this and um 
You're, I'm always. Are I'm, you ready for your fame? <laughs> I'm, I've I've always been uh, a little bit impatient, so I'm excited and I'm ready to get going. And the the really funny story was last summer we started um, getting social media up and running and just kind of getting the LLC paperwork and things like that that are the it's it's exciting a lot's happening but we had just started getting our social media accounts like Instagram, Twitter and Facebook up and running and then um my partner started uh following different DC publications uh from the accounts and things like that so the um Prince of Petworth the Popville blog uh was one of those that he added and so the next day he uh, wrote a little piece about how ice cream was coming to Brooklyn. And my partner and I looked at each other like, whoa, 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 this, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is happening so fast. So, <laughs> yeah, once Popville gets a hold of it, boom. <laughs> and then um, Brooklyn is so funny because one of the reasons that I love Brooklyn so much and we we moved there um, a few years ago is that I feel like I get that small town vibe there still. Like I'm from a small town in the South and I kind of love that, that everybody, news travels fast and everybody knows each other. And so when we moved to Brooklyn, uh, people definitely knew uh, they had done their research. They were like, we know who you are. And (laughs) so people would come by after the Popville article posted, people were like, Oh, Oh my goodness. Are you making, you're the ice cream person. Yes. Like (laughs) when is this happening? So it was exciting. It would generated a lot of excitement. So it just goes to show that word of mouth really is one of the best ways for, for businesses to grow. And so I know that Folks are really excited, and we're excited. So we're ready. We're ready. Well, you, you know, don't let this terrify you. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> but, but we've got listeners from all over the country and <laughs> Europe and Asia. So, you know. That's exciting. I'm just saying. <laughs> watch out. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, this is so exciting. So uh, you're at the Monroe Street Farmer's Market. Uh, you will have uh, a place at um, Tastemakers, probably. Um, where else can folks get this besides having home delivery, which is amazing? But where else yeah. can you, where else can we find your ice cream? Well, a lot of folks are um, going over to uh, Newton Food Mart, which is uh, at Newton and Twelfth in Brooklyn. Um, so it's a convenience store, and they have been selling the pints like hotcakes. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. They call me every week, and they're like, uh, we, we ran out of cookies and cream. There's been a run on <laughs> cookies and cream. <laughs> so uh, so it's crazy. So you can get your pints there. Uh, Cornucopia is, um, in, uh, is in the Navy Yard, and they're uh, a gourmet grocery convenience mm-hmm. store. Um, and so you can get the pints there. The cupboard is on the hill. Uh, it's a similar place uh, to the uh, to Cornucopia, so they have pints now. Um, we are about to put a freezer in Wardman Wine, and so they'll be selling pints there this summer. And uh, so that's exciting. We're uh, we're talking with Good Foods and uh, Streets Market. So there, we're definitely growing um, and reaching out to different small businesses. Uh, every every day, so it's exciting. Very nice, Very nice indeed. Uh, well, congratulations on uh, coming out of the coming out of the gates at, at full charge. That's fantastic. Thank you. Um, 
So you will be at the Monroe Street Farmers Market on Saturdays throughout the summer. Yes. Very yes. good. And uh, you mentioned um, scooping from from large buckets there. So do you guys make your own cones? What do you do? You get those sourced uh, locally. We uh, we get the corn. We get the cones locally. Um, I think it's my dream to make uh, the cones. Um, and my partner was like, "Look, one thing at a time." Okay. <laughs> So uh, that is the dream, but uh, it's great. We have uh, adult-sized cones and kids' cones and cups and pints, uh, so it's very exciting. I've enjoyed the farmers markets a lot too because all it's another great way to meet your neighbors and yeah. people are excited and people have come up to us and said we came here just for this. Nice, <laughs> so nice. that's always good to hear. Uh, and, and you know, I know that this uh, dreary kind of tepid temperature weather is not going to last forever and. Oh my gosh, when summer hits full force, you will be the most popular place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, last Saturday the weather was perfect and there was uh there was a there were a lot of people roaming around and uh we got a lot we got a lot of great uh business that day and I also enjoy it just for spreading the word. It's a great way for to get out in front of people and get them to try the ice cream mm-hmm. and um so People really, people really have enjoyed it, so that's good. Very good, very good. Well, um, where uh, let's let's reiterate how folks can find you on the internet. Yes, um, so our website is brooklyncreamery.com. So you can find um, more information there about our story, where you can buy pints um, in stores, and you can order the pints online for delivery, which is great. Um, and then our social media, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So you can go stalk us, um, and, uh, <laughs> follow us, I'll follow you. you'll, <laughs> you'll get to see, you'll get to see some of the awesome videos of us producing the ice cream. And, uh, it's very, uh, in, it's, uh, pretty fascinating to watch. So, uh, yeah, so you can follow us there. Great. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today, Brianna. This is great. We're very excited about your ice cream. And um, I'm, I'm not going to subject our listeners to the, <laughs> the dead air that's going to happen when I just start sampling <laughs> ice cream. So we'll take some pictures and share that. I on. brought chocolate brownie with me today, oh, which is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let me uh, get a drool guard on the <laughs> microphone here. Um Thank you so much for joining us today, Brianna. We'll have you back in uh, when you're ready to tell us about new flavors and uh, other events coming up. Um, So uh, thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. Um, Folks, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. We will be back next week with with some more fantastic guests and some events to uh, share with you about um, activities happening here in summer and fall. All right, talk to you soon. Bye.